Winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. This is Sports Day. And a very good evening, Malcolm Blight and David Wildey, Sports Day SA. It's very loud, isn't it? All thanks to Polaris. Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand, Polaris. End of financial year dealers have been extended to the 31st of July. Get up to $3,000 <laughs> free accessories on Polaris ranges. Boy, how's your ears, Malcolm? Uh, no, they're fine now. They're oh, good fine. Sir. Hey, um, big show tonight. We've got the uh, the Burton boys on. Craig Burton from North Adelaide, CEO. They've got a couple of big announcements to make. Oh, one on the ground and one about the McGarry medalists. Excellent. And one of your old boys. You had him for one year. Brett Burton, Burton the Birdman. Bird yeah, gee, we couldn't even mark and jump and Woodville player and uh, oh, a really good career, didn't he? Really good career. I remember you saying you liked him as soon as you saw him. Saw yeah. a little glimpse of him somewhere. And yeah, I did. I was watching the Sandville game, yeah. And I thought, gee, what's this kid? And anyhow, we ended up, we ended up drafting him, yeah. So yeah. Uh, it was good. Uh, it was good. nice to see him. And uh, yeah, and really nice fella. And the biggest tank. You know, we talk about a tank now. I can remember him and Ben Hart going hard at it. They head were just, head. They were just aerobic beasts. Unbelievable. Oh, he took one of the great marks. It might have been 09. Yeah, or, yeah. Um, we'll talk to him about it. Over in Melbourne. We yeah. called that game. He stood on, I think he stood on Matt Cruz's head. head. Hey, um, talking about good things happening, uh, uh, Taylor Walker signing on for one more year, which yep. is great. But Connor Rosie already, the young man's bringing up game number 100 in a showdown. And bloody's been a pretty good 100 games, hasn't it? What a, well, listen to True or False a little bit later oh. on and oh. we'll find out what that means. But we've got a little clip from Connor. Let's have a listen. A little bit, yeah. I feel like I'm still part of the younger group. We've got a, a big core young group at, at our club now. And um, I guess 100 games, it feels, yeah, a little bit surreal. Like, I'd, again, I feel pretty young still. Like, I'm just sort of starting my career and learning a lot of things too off the older guys at the club and uh, building different parts of my game and my leadership and that sort of thing. So to... Uh, to make it, yeah, to this milestone already, it's a proud moment for me and my family. And um, yeah, it's great that I get to share that at home. Uh, lots of my friends and family coming this weekend. North Adelaide boy, is he 23, 23 Connor? 22, I think 23, yeah, yeah, I think it might be like, 23. Yeah, it seems like a quick 100, though, doesn't it? I it mean, has. It looks like a Don Bradman 100. Well, he's hardly missed a game, I yeah. reckon, since no, playing. No, he's been a genius. May, maybe missed one, but um, yeah. oh, no, might have missed a couple. He had one little injury, but yeah, wonderful career so far. Yeah. Now, talking about Port Adelaide, um, I, I just wanted to mention something that I mentioned the other night, that when Port Adelaide were going through their tough times a number of years ago, yeah, before around 10, 11, yeah. yeah. There was talk about getting an extra pick, you know, because the teams had hardships and all that Priority sort of stuff. Priority pick. Priority pick. I noticed uh, during the week that um, North Melbourne are asking for a priority pick in their destitute at the moment. Eagles are too, but maybe brought on by themselves. Who knows? But uh, Port Adelaide have been a bit strong. They've been a bit outspoken, I read, that they said, well, why should they get a pick? We well, didn't they get didn't... one. Yeah. There's no way the West Coast Eagles, No, I'll be very firm here, should get a pick because they've decimated themselves. They've, they've, they've kept players on, Malcolm, I think. Yeah. A pass to use by date, simple as that. Uh, so their old players now have got no value if you want to move them on. They're going to, they start, hey, that's their own fault. They're a very powerful club, very wealthy club. So nothing for them. North Melbourne, they're a lot smaller club yeah. and they've had a lot of issues. Did they, did give they it, get give some? another 12 months? Yeah, I mean, I mean, they've Let got Let Alistair Clarkson come in and. You said there are some good kids there oh, still. Oh, my word, they are. 
you know, they can clear, clear a few of the oldies out and start a bit like Adelaide did four years ago. Would you, Davey Zuniak is, is a really, he's a gent, mate. I mean, I really do like him. I wonder if, if they gave him up now, and I'm not saying they should, Oof. for picks, two picks in the first round. It, it'd be it'd be definitely two picks. You love him as a player. Yeah. I tell you, the Crows would love him. Yeah, He's exactly what the Crows need, a big-bodied midfielder that can zip in and zip out. So I like Uniac, a, a terrific uh, player. Also some news out of Port Adelaide, maybe Adelaide even, that Mason Redman has stayed with Essendon. He has. Signed. Only for five years, David. Here's one of your long-term well, contracts. I think when he's in the position he's in, he can not put the gun to the head, but he's he's got the, um, the power, hasn't he? Yep. Saying, look, yeah, I'll sign on it. It's guaranteed money he'll sign on. Let's say... Six seven hundred thousand dollars. He's guaranteed for three and a half million. Whether he gets hurt or not, he's he's earned it. He's been a wonderful player. I think the Crows need a midfielder rather than that I running halfback. Couldn't agree more. I'm on your page now. Just before I look, we've got John on the line, but I just want to mention something. How's the best way to describe this? Apparently, there is going to be a bar, a sports bar at the Adelaide Airport, and the bar is going to have some words in a coloured sign. And it was apparently something that I said a long time ago. A sport, at, hang on, sports bar in Adelaide. Adelaide Airport. At the airport. Yeah. And it's a coloured bar. No, well, no, there's going to be a, a sign, a sign in lights of something I mentioned. What, is, what said, was it? No, 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 just about the showdown. Oh. Because it's showdown week. Right. That's what I'm mentioning it for. And it's something like, it's it's one of the, the greatest rivalry in the AFL. Port Adelaide playing Adelaide. Yes. At the Adelaide it is. Airport, right? You agree? Yep. Okay. I've done some homework on this tonight, just before we do talk to John, as I mentioned. I, I could not believe this. I went back over the history, and there's one game in Melbourne that everyone talks about, and that's Carlton playing Collingwood. Got the idea? Mm-hmm. Long there's term. rivalry. Yeah, so yep. it's going back to the 1890s. Yes. I did the numbers today, David. I, I'm, I'm still right, but I'm only just right. Have a listen to this. You're not going to believe it. As soon as I... They've paid 263 times. Carlton Collingwood. Carlton Collingwood. It's not 132 each or something, no, is no, it? No, no, Not quite. Collingwood is 131 wins. Carlton. 132. 128. Oh, some draws. And there's been four draws. Right. How close, close. is that over uh, the period of time that we've been talking about? That well, is that is a... I, I know it's always, but one of the problems with it, having been around so long, you've seen Carlton have their run and smash Collingwood, and then you've seen Collingwood smash Carlton, which they're going, sort of going through that at the bit at the moment. But how's mm. that? How's that? Four draws. F- yeah, how's that for a number over since 1897 or six or whatever it was? That That is an amazing stat. So I am just right. So what I'm saying, what we need to do for that sign in Adelaide Airport, hopefully it gets in there and hopefully it all happens, uh, which I'm sure it will, uh, we need Adelaide to win this showdown to go 27 all. Yeah, and then, incredible. My, then, then my statement in lights is right. Incredible. Yeah, 26. It's a great rivalry. Oh. Really, it really is. Well, you, it still is, isn't it? You were part of the, the first one. Yeah, I was. Is there anything you aren't part of? <laughs> Every footy you... story talk. Oh, yeah, I know him. Or I coached him. Or I play with him. Now, okay. Well, what I haven't been part of is talking to John right now tonight, but I'm going to welcome John. Hi, John. How are you this evening? Oh, boys, it's Johnny Lincoln, so take back time now, mate. We don't need bloody tries to beat Port Adelaide this weekend, mate. You're right about a bit of great rivalry. I mean, you're right about a bit of great rivalry, mate. And also, um, obviously, Collingwood and Carlton, like Northport, 
that's legendary. I mean, that's yeah. um, generations. But anyway, that's all I remember about. Um, if it's on your career, you keep weight. Well, you played at a pretty decent level, David, in the old NFL. I think so, Mick Nolan. Cricket-wise, were you there when Barry Richards was catching down the Australia or, or was it a late David Hook? No, I played against Hawks. I played against Hawksy. Barry Richards played yeah. uh, for South Australia in '71, but he coached yeah. South Australia in the '90s. So, uh, yeah. wonderful guy, yeah. Barry Richards, and John. Malcolm. Yep. Yeah, and Malcolm, I've read the book that Tim Watson and James Weston did on you. Good, bad, or different. I don't know, but um, I see that you rate the gentleman George Tuppence Kersley as a huge influence on his career. And you're a huge growing up I was a young boy, I think it's four now nearly fifty five. I heard this name all the time as young boys in the eighties. Lexi John. Oh yeah. The great Port Adelaide full forward. Can, can I it's just say football hero. Oh yeah, can I just say uh, that book is, is nothing to do with me at all. Tim Watson asked me about it, I said, Well if I can't yeah. stop you. I mean it was really anyhow, I, I it, it I, I've never read it, John. I've seen the front cover, but I honestly say I've never read it, I've never seen a copy. Um, anyhow, so and Rexy Johns, yeah, he, Mr. And Mrs. Johns lived behind me. Everyone probably knows the story, but he was my hero early at Port Adelaide, and uh, and then of course Woodville came to the comp, so that's how all that unfolded. But uh, thanks for that call again, John. Yeah, if people want to call one three hundred seven three six seven three six one three hundred seven three six seven three six. You can have your your say there. So yeah, another showdown, that, the rivalry. So twenty seven twenty six, but I just think Rankin. And Murray, Laird, no certainty to come back. I just think the injury, the casualty list is too big. Um, Port will probably lose Rioli, but they've got players in coming like for yeah. like. You know, bring in uh, a couple of their smaller forwards. Yeah, I'm sure. Narkel will yeah. come in and yeah, replace Rioli. Could, yeah. I, I, I tend to, I'm on, I also agree with that. But, I mean, how do you, I, I really am interested what they do with Murray's replacement. I know Rankin's kicked 35 goals. You're not going to replace him quickly unless someone has a freak performance. But last night we had a caller, Himmelberg. I've often thought about Fogarty. He's not in great nick. Fogarty back. And the other one, why not try Thilthorpe? This is the... If you're going to find out... Murray's going to be out for the rest of the year. So you do need another tool. You're going to need another tool. Himmelberg has played a couple of quarters back. Yeah. So I'd probably go him first. Phil Thorpe's just learning his craft forward. Himmelberg's been in the system, what, six or seven years? Yeah, I know. They've got, they'll use Butts as the, on Dixon. Yeah. They'll probably use Worrell on, or who, who takes Marshall? You need That's a bit what, of, So you need some height. Worrell's not tall enough ready for well, Marshall. No, no, he can jump a bit, but... Unless it's a slippery night, doesn't, it's not so important. No, that's it? true. But, I mean, if you're going to get going, you know, most teams have one, uh, two reasonable size forwards. And it's hard, you know, when you're only six foot one, six foot two, playing on six foot seven, mate. She gets a bit hard. Now, there's only one advantage. That's the height. You know, hopefully you can get it to ground. If it's not slippery, otherwise you start catching and everyone gets a bit... You know when you clunk one as a forward, really clunk a couple early, everyone in the team gets... Yeah, exactly right. What about the midfields are worrying for Crows, I think, when you look at Rosie and Butters and Horn Francis. Yeah, and all then that. you're throwing the bit players now, like Wines and, and Boak. They've got a fairly... Good little run, and Willem Drew does the tag. Yeah, that's true. And but Matt Crouch, I hope he stays in. Do you? Oh yeah. I, I thought his form was pretty good. Playing for the end of the year. I mean, yeah. He, poor Bug has been languishing in the reserves, hasn't he? Pretty well all year. Comes back and looks like he hasn't missed a beat. 
He's form in the sandfall, and we've listened to talk to some of these exceptional, some of the uh, assistant coaches. They've just he's just been an exceptional player for the team, which is which is going to play finals. Mm. Hey, just cricket wise, yep. any changes you want to make? Yeah, I do. Cameron Green out. I th- I think he's been carried for a fair bit, you know, yes, and he he's such a talented young man, but his form doesn't warrant playing at the moment, and. You, you're talking about Michael Nisa maybe coming in. Coming in, in. yeah. Who can bat a bit? Yeah, and Hazelwood out. Hazelwood, his form. He took five for this yeah, last. No, yeah, but that's. Yeah. I reckon Paddy Cummins is tired, and Stark may be injured. Oh. So there could be a couple of outs there. I did read that. Um, and does Warner get a, a final test? Has he done enough, or just doesn't seem to matter whether he's done enough or not? Laurie Colliver told us last night about maybe, maybe this is the last test for both Smith and Warner. It's grown some legs today. Michael Vaughan, former test captain of England, he said something similar. I can't imagine that, Smith. That, 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 that's got some legs, that, from what Laurie told us last night on, on this very show. Smith just loves batting. You know, he bats at night yeah, but he in might, his bedroom. But he might bat in America, mate. Get yeah, a lot of money. He'd still play there, though, couldn't he? It's only a little competition. Yeah, I, suppose, yeah. I, I reckon Warner's gone. I'm not sure about Steve Smith. A show thanks to Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. Good to see games here in Adelaide too. The FIFA Women's World Cup has arrived in Adelaide. Tan Tanya, visit fifa.com slash tickets. Coming up shortly, North Adelaide CEO Craig Burton. They're going to um, announce uh, well, something to do with the ground, Blighty. Yeah. Something to do with and, the ground. And, and something you're involved in, a little whisper. Well, that's not so important. It's not oh, about yes, me. it would be. The big one is the name's going to go somewhere on the prospect over and they're not going to someone re- you know too they're not going to rename it David Bordy Oval are they no they, well they should I play cricket and footy there but they won't <laughs> uh, former Crows great Brett Burton and coming up shortly Tuesday true or false the award winning seven seat Kia Sorento Kia official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023 Australian owned and supporting communities the arts and you join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay Malcolm Blight and David Wildey Sports Day SA. All thanks to Mate. You can get Mate for $1 and get double data on selected mobile plans. Shop around there. I mean, that's good, Mate. A very, very competitive. Remember the name, Mate. You spoke about that amazing record with Carlton Collingwood. Uh, incredible over 264 or whatever games, right. yeah. including a couple of draws. I looked at the Port Adelaide Collingwood, you know, both black and white. Port got a bit of teal there. Was eighteen all eight up all, until yeah. Yeah. Uh, Saturday night? So Colin would go ahead by one. Yeah, that's since '97. I wonder what Port and Ord are. Can you look that one up? I, well, research? I, yes, you could. You could. Yeah, I was wondering. Well, will you or you, well, won't you? Well, I can, but you can also do it, David. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was playing golf today. I didn't have the time. <laughs> no. All I did the ones that I could. Now, listen. What are we going to? We're going to do true or false. We are. Okay. Here's my first true or false. Remember, I I, I led to this at the start. Number one, Connor Rosie will be rated the best 100-game player at Port Adelaide after this weekend. Oh, the best first 100 games. You're talking from a rookie? No. Not like yeah. what Wanganeen no, or... No, 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 I'm talking... Or Treadray. No, or, no, no. Well, Treadray too, isn't it? Whew, best 100. He's won, a, he's won a BNF and he's All-Australian once. Yeah. No, I'd have him on, I'd have him on par with, um, with Gavin or, or Treaders, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon oh, wonderful he's wonderful player. I reckon he's in front. Okay. I'm not sure that they... I'd need to look it up. What if I said true-ish? I haven't used that for a while. <laughs> you say it all true-ish. the time. <laughs> Do I? All right. Okay. okay. What's well, yours? Adelaide should still keep Rory Sloan for another year 
after the re-signing of Taylor Walker today for one more year. I, I actually agree with that. I mean, they're still a young team, and I think his body will be better after that knee, you know, and he's played some good patches of, of football. I don't think him being around, he's not going to affect that team other than in a positive way. Okay. My number two and true or false, Port Adelaide will miss top two. This was given to me by somebody else. No, no, I, I think they, they'll win this week. And if Brisbane lose another game, which I think they probably will between now, and they've got a couple of tough ones too, Port, Port could be beaten by Geelong the following week. And then if Brisbane keep winning, they, they're equal. But I think Port Adelaide will hang on in the top two. I really do. Okay. That's, that's true. True. True, true, true. True or false? Mitch Marsh has passed Cameron Ooh. Green as the best all-rounder currently for Australia. Well, on on the last two tests that we've seen, and that is present form, you would have to say that is true, David Wildey. Yeah, I agree with you. We we spoke about that before. He's just gone off the boil. Yeah, the big he, fella. He won't take it. He won't take a punt early. He won't try and hit the ball. You don't reckon the uh, three million he got for playing two months of um, <laughs> IPL was taking you off the ball? Like he's, he can't keep his wallet up. You know, he trip over there. But well, you reckon the wallet's weighing him down? I think so. Is he is he well, hiding? Do you, lose, it? do you lose your hunger when you suddenly got oh. three mil in the bank on top of anyhow? Yeah, I, not my problem. <laughs> True or false, number three. Adelaide Football Club will win more games than last year, David. Yeah, true. I've got them down for their last two, I think it is. They've got a couple of easy ones at the back end of the West Coast. Yeah. They Do they play, is it Gold Coast? Who have they got? Yeah, here they are. Port Adelaide, Gold Coast, Brisbane, Sydney, West Coast. I think they can um, beat Gold Coast, West Coast, and maybe Sydney here. Maybe if Sydney are out of the so race. 10 to 11. Yeah, yeah, which you you said eight yeah, to ten, ten eight to eleven. You have yeah, I'm happy with that too. Yeah. Uh here's another one for you, because I know you've been pushing this man. Michael Nisa. Oh. Or Nessa, some say Nessa, we part of the Australian team for the fifth test. Given the fact that maybe Stark's injured, maybe Cummins has puffed out. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I'd like to see him have a go. Um I, I yeah, I would like to see him and we all thought Scotty Boland would, would move the ball and do all that and He's been a bit disappointing over there too, hasn't he? So maybe Nice is the one that deserves a chance. Probably does, David. Okay. One more for you or are you done? No, I'm, I'm, no, I'm done. That's three. Well, you always got to have one spare when you've got a minute to go to a break. You always have one more. Okay. All right, well, I'll give you another one if you want to. Well, go on. Okay, here we go. Essen and the Bombers. Similar to Adelaide. On, on yeah. They're closer to a flag than Adelaide. They re-signed uh, Mason Redmond today. Yeah, I guess the short answer to that is I don't obviously know. I think Adelaide are on the move. I think Essendon are probably 12 months in front of them. So, yes to that would be true, David. Good stuff there, MJ Blight. A Lumo Energy SA switch to the affirmative. Join Lumo Energy today. We've still got a big show. Stick around. It's a Burton show tonight. Craig Burton will join us from North Adelaide. And uh, they're making significant change to their, their oval. It's a big change with a big name. Followed by one of Blighty's favourites. Only had him for a year, but he could mark like Malcolm Blight. He was a bird man. He could jump higher buildings than Superman. Malcolm Blight and David Wildey. This is Sports Day SA. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter SA.
Welcome back to Sports Day SA. Malcolm Blight and David Wildey for the Toolkit Depot. Gear up for winter at Toolkit Depot. A huge range of outdoor power equipment and winter workwear. Well, Blighty, we're going to go out uh, Prospect Way and speak with CEO of North Adelaide, Craig Burton. There's a big announcement um, they're going to make too, and it's a beauty. I actually don't know, but we'll let Craig announce it. And someone you know really well and been involved with for a long while. Craig, how are you? Yeah, g'day, Wilds. G'day, Blighty. But let, let's start with this because I, I spoke with you yesterday and you told me and what, it, what it's going to be. I thought, what a fantastic honour for this man who's been a, a terrific stalwart for, for not only North Adelaide but football in general. And uh, you're naming the mound up near the scoreboard after this particular person. Yeah, we are, David. Um, so Bob Hammond, um, you know, he's a legend of our club. Um, and, we, and we want to try and recognise... Um, these, these players in some form and this has been bubbling along for quite a while it started uh, pre-COVID and then got interrupted but we've finally uh, sorted it all out and we're going to name uh, an area of the ground just on the right hand side of the scoreboard the Bob Hammond Mound um, he's a triple premiership player from North Adelaide and we've only got a couple of them uh, plus his uh, dual uh, you know, the 71, 72 and 73 grand finals that yep. he played in and the champions of Australia the list goes on, that's too much probably uh, talk through everything now but uh, no he's a, a legend of our club and the state yeah he certainly is what, what a great man he was too um I, can i how big's the sign it, it's obviously going to be a sign raised sign on the mound yeah. next to yeah, the city so in david was saying yep yeah if you were standing underneath it bloody you'd be able to stand clearly underneath it so about uh, six foot and a bit um high off the ground and and about 1.5 of sign going up oh. and about five metres across. So you can see it from uh, everywhere. Yeah. Oh, what a, what a great honour. Yeah, look, he was a... <laughs> gee whiz, the amount of times you spoke to him over the journey and what he did for football, I mean, as mentioned, North Adelaide, his record's great, then at Norwood. And, of course, don't forget, he actually coached another red and white team. Sydney. Sydney Swans for a while to help out the yeah. AFL at the time. And then, of course, with what he's done at the Crows. So it's, it's a great honour. Uh, have you you've got a some sort of committee that sets up all this, Craig? Oh, we've got a, one of the I'd say the best history committee going around. Uh, the guys are so passionate and and so knowledgeable. We've got um, great um, um, storage of our history, historical uh, artifacts. You can find anything because uh, we've catalogued it all, um, and we're just working through some um, future ways we can uh, present it because you just can't physically show it all at once but uh, we're trying to work out the best ways using modern technology and a bit of old school technology to get it out there now i know david lachlan wilding sitting alongside me here on sports day sa has been talking long and hard about the achievements of the north adelaide mcgarry medalists we've gone through the books and we've found that north adelaide i think david said had 24 and more than anybody else, so it's been a well-decorated no, club. Since 1960, they've oh, yeah. had 25% of all medals have gone to North Adelaide. <laughs> so in the last, what, 63 years, they've had 15, which is a quarter. But didn't we do the whole thing? And you said, Yeah, no, I think it's 18 medalists and about 23 overall, isn't it? Because Barry's won three, Jimmy yeah. Allen's won oh, three. Of course, yeah, yeah. Tom McKenzie's won but, a couple. But, but there's a function coming up, Craig, another club function about the history of the club. Yeah, look, there is. Um, we want to celebrate the living McGarry medalist. Um, and Barry is our oldest living McGarry medalist. And the most recent one is Aaron Young from last year. Mm. And there'll be nine of those guys attending uh, on the 4th of August, Friday Incredible. the 4th. 
Um, and there's actually 24 medalists, uh, medals that have been won because Don Linder got one retrospectively um, for his medal in, oh, I'm thinking 1960, but I could be wrong. Um, 67, I think. Yeah, yeah it was. Don. Was that? Yeah, yeah. it was one. Yes, you're right. Um, so, yeah, so, and we're also doing a commemorative can, uh, run of beer cans with every McGarry medalist on each can in a carton. So it just worked out that we had 24 medals. So perfect. Well done. <laughs> so, so Craig, you've got, there's going to be Josh Franco and Brenton Phillips, yeah. Antipas, uh, Jarman, uh, Archer, Jimmy Allen, of course, who works for your club, has won three, runner-up and another one, incredible, uh, young. So they're all going to be there. Yes, correct. They'll all be there. We'll do, we'll interview them always in, in lots of three and four, um, have a bit of vision. So, yeah, it's going to be a great, great day. There's still a few tickets left, but if, yeah, if people are interested, they can call the club and we'll uh, find a spot for them. But they better get onto it because it's uh, closing pretty quickly. So it's Friday, actually, week, yeah, Friday, Friday week at the club. At the club, yep. And how do they yep. how do they buy a ticket? Just ring the club, Craig? Ring the club. The easiest for me to do is uh, if you ring the club, nine to five, we'll sort it out from there. Gee, it's a great honour roll, isn't it? Not many clubs can claim that, can they? What's well, incredible, um, North have won a, a medal nearly every decade, right? You know, yeah. you go back to Ian Mackay and uh, Ronnie Phillips and right back the early days, and I think they bat above their weight, Bert. It's a pretty good record when you get 26% of the medals in the last 60 years. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it's not too bad. Yeah. It would have been nicer to have uh, a couple more premierships added to the 14 that we've won, but uh, that's the way it goes. Yeah, and, and and you know what? I'm a bit envious too because, you know, when we celebrate Woodville Football Club, of course, I'm there by my, Pat Malone, which is a bit lonely, actually. You'd love a few more. So you guys are very, very lucky. Oh, you've got Jimmy Cheetahs now. Oh, Woodville, that's right. Woodville yeah, West Torrens. Yeah, of course. And oh, Lindsay Head, I suppose, if we if we bring back. all the West Torrens players in. Hey, now, talking about North Adelaide, sitting yeah. just inside the top five, young fella. Um, I've, I've just had a look at your draw, actually, coming home. The five grounds at Glenelg, Woodville West Torrens, Central Districts and Sturt. Is it, I, I'd, yeah. I'd call it two really tough ones and two probably okay ones. Gettables. Gettables, yeah. That's probably the best way to describe it. So it, it's on your doorstep, isn't it, Craig, to make it? I think so. I think our destiny is in our own hands. We play um, centrals who are probably you know, vying for that fifth position at the moment with us. And obviously you, you beat them, it knocks them down and you grab one. So, yeah, it's in our own hands. But if we do beat... Glenelg and, uh, and Sturt at the end but it also shows that we're in good form and playing some good footy which I think we're capable of uh, with our full squad You've had some injuries along the way too, particularly earlier there's quite a few out weren't there? Look I, I think all clubs go through stages with injuries, we probably copped a couple of the players that you'd put as your, your main sort of midfielders or engine room type players which doesn't help but um, no we'll be right we'll, uh, whoever we put on the park we'll, uh, we'll do as well now, just a quick one on, on the AFL. I mean, obviously, you've been involved with Ryan, your son, at um, Port Adelaide, and also with your time at the Crows. H- how have you seen that season? You see Port Adelaide sort of hanging on the second. Do you think the Crows can make it? I know you're taking interest in, in all football games, but particularly those two. Yeah, look, I'm a bit of a football nerd. I probably watch as many as I can on the weekend, and um, I watched the Crows one the whole game the other day, and, uh, yeah, they really... Came at came at Melbourne and, and just couldn't quite get there. But they're going to struggle now, I think, just purely by numbers. They've just got to basically win just about every game and hope that others lose. Mm. And, and Porter, um, you know, they they can't rest 
uh, where they are at the moment because Brisbane's breathing down their neck. So they've got a pretty hard month of footy ahead of them too. So it'll be interesting. Of course, your son, Ryan, play. How, how, what do you like um, you and Leanne watching um, Ryan play? I'm a, I reckon they mucked him up a bit, putting him forward after starting the year so well down back. But um, he, he's had his ups and downs, but played well last week. What do you like as a watcher? Um, I'm prob- I thought I was all right, but Saturday night I was terrible. It was, uh, <laughs> that was probably one of the hardest games to, to watch. Um, but um, yeah, normally I'm a bit of a, I can't, what I can't influence, I don't worry too much about. But uh, yeah, as a, as a parent, yeah, you do. Uh, it isn't isn't easy, but um, no, he's, he's look. He's, he played well the other night. Yeah, he might have had a few ups and downs, but that doesn't doesn't hurt you in the long run. Uh, as long as you get out there, and I think he's, he'll he'll be all right for the rest of the year. He's like his dad. He's full of class. So just yeah. in summing up, Craig, if people want to go to the McGarry Medal Lunch, it's uh, Friday week and they can ring the club and but get in quickly, and all the living McGarry medalists will be there on the day. Exactly, yeah. It's going to be a, a really good day. Uh, a great MC in David Wildey. Um, oh, good. Uh, oh. Should be, uh, exactly. should be a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah. got a good one there. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> no worries, guys. Good to speak to you. Craig Burton, two-time Premiership player for North yeah. Adelaide too, and now the CEO. Well, bloody from uh, Craig Burton to Brett Burton. Yeah. How, what are the odds of that? We'll get Richard Burton on yeah, next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I talked to someone today about Richard Burton. He didn't know because they're a bit younger because yeah. he was married to Elizabeth Taylor, the beautiful yeah. actress. You loved some of the movies, didn't you? Oh, I love them all. Well, Brett Burns for tyre power. Winter safety sale now on 25% off equivalent. Four for three on selected Falcon tyres. Tyre power. Get your free five-minute safety check. There were no better footballers to call than Brett Burton. But mm. Lucky enough to see his pretty well his whole career. He used to love, a bit like you, Blight. He sat on people's heads. And uh, and did it week in, week out. I know Brett's here. Hi, Brett. Good evening. I just, I just want to tell a quick story about Brett Burton. I've got to tell it. Yeah. Uh, he played at Woodville, obviously, Woodville West Torrens, where we're now known as. And uh, I, was, I was actually at the ground, and I saw this kid just jumping and sitting on people's heads. And I went out and told James Fantasia, I think. I said, geez, I, I've just seen a kid that can really, really mark. I think he played forward pocket, Brett. And from that sort of snowballed from there and uh, eventually got uh, picked up, which... And then played 177 games, and I've told Brett this before, he's in the top 6% of all-time yeah. games played. So a marvellous player. Mark of the year 2009, Brett. Do they still talk about it? I, I they still actually do. I, I, I get my boys love footy and, uh, and the girls follow it too, so it does get brought up every now and then, so it's all a bit of fun. On a station I used to work for, um, John Blake did Behind Closed Doors about the Birdman's Mark. It was unbelievable, a David Bowie song. And uh, <laughs> that was at uh, the old Telstra Stadium, wasn't it, against against Carlton? It was, yeah. It was uh, around 22, 2009. So um, it, was, I could, was, it was good to take it the last round of the year. It made it harder to, uh, to get beaten after that. So, yeah, I, I remember the call was, Brett and Burton, you've just won a car. Uh, Jacob Surgeon, <laughs> you've lost it because Jacob took one <laughs> a couple of weeks earlier. Hey, Brett, before we look at um, you know, you know, what you, are the footy and the showdowns and that, what are you doing now? What are you up to? Yeah, well, I'm... Uh, First and foremost, I've got uh, I've got five kids, and so uh, you know, run around with them a lot, and uh, with their sport and their school, and um, you just love uh, you know getting involved with their their weekend sports, um, uh, which is nice. As you guys would know, footy's a great industry, and uh, when you're involved with it, but it does take up your weekends, uh, and so yeah, really enjoying uh, you know putting my time into 
to see my kids uh, with their sporting pursuits on the weekend. And, and then during the week, yeah, I'm involved uh, with a, a leadership and, and world bank business with um, actually an ex-AFL guy, Luke Darcy, uh, out of Melbourne, and another guy by the name of Matty Waterwitz. So, yeah, so we uh, basically uh, do leadership and, and well-being and high-performance training into, into businesses and uh, into ed- education sector as well. Now, you, your aerobic capacity is legendary. Yep. We hear all the stories, and Blighty's back that up. You won all the time trials. And where did, where did that come from? Were you a, Did you do a little athletics as a kid, or were you always a cross-country runner? How did that all work out? Cross-country yeah, cross country running, yeah. So I uh, did a little bit of uh, little athletics, but yeah, did uh, cross-country running. And, and funny you say that, I'm actually standing on uh, at the uni loop at North Adelaide at the moment. My uh, <laughs> my uh, middle daughter, is um, she's in the uh, the state cross-country team uh, oh, wow. nationals in, in Canberra later uh, in August. So we're just out here for a training session. So, um, But yeah, that's where it came from. It was, uh, um, you know, as a young fella, um, used to just, I remember going down the River Torrens three times a week and, uh, you know, Back when you were kind of uh, old enough to be able to, you know, run by yourself uh, at the age of ten, and uh, you do that three mornings a week, and and you cross country. So that was uh, what that was born out of. Now, Brett, we're talking to you because the showdown's on this week. So Adelaide, obviously playing Port Adelaide, and I looked at uh, you played in fifteen showdowns. Fifteen, right. you won eight and lost seven. Jeez. So it's not your fault that Port Adelaide now lead by one. Right, so just <laughs> take that off the table. <laughs> so Beautiful. You, yeah, you you were a winning Adelaide Crows participant, <laughs> but hasn't it been a great? Yeah. I mean, you, you, from a playing point of view, back in those early days, mate, it was it was just yeah. something. I mean, it was seriously. I, I I reckon it was like any final I've almost ever been involved in. You feel the same? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And we were, you know, we were fortunate enough to play in a, a lot of finals, um, you know, throughout my career. And, and it was, it was just, yeah, it was just high intensity, and you always had to build up uh, during the week. And um, yeah, it was just, we just played at uh, an unbelievable level. And and as you guys know, it didn't didn't matter whether you know where the teams were on the ladder. It was just always, uh, you know, a hard game and uh, a finals finals like atmosphere. So great to play. Two teams in one town, Brett. Did you know many Port players? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, we just saw the boys uh, knock around. Obviously, you know, a lot of guys lived in the western suburbs, so saw uh, them floating around. But uh, there was definitely, a, you know, a rivalry there. It's probably, you know, a bit more than it, than it is now. I think, you know, we've all moved on and uh, from and, and you know become, uh, I guess, I guess better friends. And the, the, the rivalry off field is not as much as it used to be. Um, but um, yeah, certainly knew a few of the boys knocking around. Now, Brett, I, I've never asked you this question, but. I would never stop you taking, and I hope I never said, don't ever go for a, not go for a mark. Did you have a coach anywhere in your career say, oh, look, Brett, you shouldn't go for your marks? Uh, probably the coach after you, actually. He was probably, oh. probably re- 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 resisted me doing a little bit. But um, You're kidding. I had a, did a podcast with uh, with Cornsey uh, going back a couple of weeks ago, and... Um, you know, it was definitely that's that's what I, I loved about uh, you know my involvement with you. Even though I only had you for one year, it was just the confidence uh, that you gave me to be able to just go for it. You know, and and, and just uh, go for it at any time was just uh, you know was just great. And it was probably one you know, one of my most enjoyable years that first year because I just uh, got the opportunity to just um, yeah be free and 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 just kind of uh, your ability to back back me was was great. But um, yeah, it was, I guess there's always a balance and and different coaches, isn't it? You know, one one's uh, you know. A defender, and, and you obviously played a similar way. So certainly um, enjoyed uh, uh, your your style of, of coaching. 
I heard that. Uh, Cornsy does a great job with conversations. But And, Brett, you told the story where Blighty gave you a role, I think, to follow someone round, and you did for a quarter and a bit, then someone else came in. You thought there's no point both of us doing it, and you went off him, and uh, Blighty went off at you. Yeah, that was uh, that was Wirrapunda. So, yeah, that oh, was... Yeah. Um, I was playing... Yeah, so uh, that was over at... Uh, uh, well, what was it, Subiaco uh, back in those yeah. days, and uh, and Andy McLeod was uh, was playing half forward, and Wirrapunda <laughs> was on him, and and Blighty had said, "Well, you play on uh, you play on Wirrapunda," and and there was two of us running around with him, and uh, and obviously uh, the other player, West Coast player was um, was doing his own thing, so um, you know I thought, oh well, I'm fine, just going to pick him up, and and Blighty uh, straightened me up at three quarter time and said, "No, you do uh, what I told you to do," and funnily enough, I uh, end up kicking I think two or three goals in the last quarter on Wirrapunda, so. <laughs> Blighty would have said, I told you so. You just follow instructions. You're absolutely right. Gee, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that finished on that note because I was starting to worry. <laughs> he, Brett, it's interesting though, we talk about Blighty. I mean, I'm learning so much. I've worked five years with him now and uh, I hear all these stories. But you're just a young kid coming in and Blighty could scare a few people. There's a few guys still a bit scarred, I think, from... Uh, couple of serves they've got from out but you love that year even though it wasn't perhaps a great year for the crows absolutely yeah absolutely it was um you know i mean i, I for starters i got an opportunity and i guess as a player you know fundamentally what do, what do you want from your coach you just want them to to reward hard work and, and be fair and and i guess you know i was i was really fortunate in the fact that i did have that running uh, background and so you know you come out and, and i was able to win all the runs and so that puts you i guess in the spotlight and um, and, and I was very much, uh, you know, um, always wanted to do right by the team and, and what, what the coach wanted me to do and, um, and and just felt really, you know, really good and really free playing that year. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. And, um, um, and, and also, you know, everyone's different, I suppose. Um, you know, personalities are different, but I I'm, I'm certainly can handle, uh, you know, being told when you're not doing it right. And, and that was one of those occasions. And so you're open to learning. So I think... Uh, you know, if you're sensitive to, to, to getting a getting a serve, then you're probably you know not in the right kind of sport either. Yeah, and the year was just wretched with injury, mate. I mean, there were so many good players from the previous couple was, of years yeah. just just couldn't yeah. get on the park. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you can whinge, carry on, and all that sort well, of stuff. Malcolm, but t- tell us about a young Brett Burton. What did you see when Brett came on the track? Oh well, no, actually, so I saw him at Woodville. Yeah, playing at Woodville, so I mean that I knew what he could do, and it's just a matter of finding the spot. And 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 in all in all fairness, probably he had a pretty good year for a kid. I mean, he's only a kid because we had some injuries, so he got the opportunity, and so he he stamped his passport as I can play at the level. So out of it came some really good kids that went on to play some finals with, with particularly when uh, you know Gary Ayres maybe moved on and Neil Craig Great, came in. Yeah. You know, I mean, they played a lot of finals. Yeah, absolutely, and it was, uh, and you know, it's interesting to say that because I think it was my, my highest, uh, best, and fairest finished actually. You know, in that, that first year, my first year, I finished seventh, and you know, I had a lot of injuries. Um, you know, from um, throughout different years and, and didn't play every game, uh, but it it, was, it provided me opportunity. You know, through through other uh, others' injuries and, and misfortunes, it gave me opportunity, and, and so as we know. At, in any year when a, a club has uh, injuries or not playing well, well, well we mm. need to give young people an opportunity, and, and that's and that was what I got. I got to play every game that year. I think it made my part the last one with a little rib injury, so yeah, I couldn't um, couldn't ask for any more. You love to kick a goal and you love to take a mark. How many marks of the week did you take, Brett, over the career? 
Lots. <laughs> I, I was telling this story, yeah, this story, yeah. <laughs> I was telling this story on that t- t- podcast the other day that uh, it, I'm not sure if everybody will remember, but the, the, the mark of the year was sponsored by Cadbury in that uh, in that first year. And, and, and what Cadbury did was they give out $1,000 for the mark of the week. And then every uh, every five weeks they give out um, a mark of the group for the you know for the best yep. five of those, those weeks. And I ended up winning... Um, Winning, I think it was uh, six uh, marks of the week, and then I won three marks of the group. So I ended up winning oh. uh, twenty odd grand for the, for the year, my first year of footy. And, wow! Uh, you know, and, he, and, and the girls at the reception used to love it because the cabaret used to sell a, you know, send a big basket of chocolates <laughs> and the, you know, the fake checks. So, but in the end, they were getting all the chocolates. So, no, it was a pretty good time. It was. Uh, it was certainly a big change, and uh, and as uh, you know, Blighty alluded to, it was um, it was actually uh, down at South Adelaide that uh, that game that uh, Malcolm saw me. And I was playing on Simon Goodwin. He was down there mm. watching Simon Goodwin coming back from injury, and and uh, mm. I think uh, I might have taken a hanger on Goody, and then he took one on me as well. So that was where it all started, and uh, you know, went from went from there to you know a year later, I'm playing every game pretty much in my first year of footy, and, and having a lot of fun. So it was a quick transition. Yeah, and um, th- thanks for giving your share of chocolates to the coach who put you in the team too. That was good. <laughs> uh, but showdowns, mate. It's it is a great week, isn't it? I'm sure. I'm sure when you see it, and you know, you still keep in touch, sort of. And I mean, it's just it's a bubble, isn't it? It's still a bubble in town. Maybe, maybe not as you know that aggressive stuff that happened years ago, but but it's still no. bloody important. Absolutely, yeah, and and look, you know, we, well, we'll take the kids this week. They they love their footy and they love you know going along, and it's just a it's just a great atmosphere, isn't it? You know, and and what's good about uh, you know South Australian footy and South Australian sport in general is is the community gets behind it, don't they? You know, and uh, yeah. you know, they, uh, Melbourne have their you know their um, Anzac days and, and and their big games, but you know the the, the showdowns are as, as as good as any you know in, in the competition from what I've heard, and you'll even hear the, the Melbourne Victorians, uh, sorry, the Victorian. Um, you know, commentators sometimes they get past themselves. You know, mention that uh, it, this is a great atmosphere. You know, and uh, it's just uh, it's, it's the whole city kind of uh, lights up, and uh, uh, it's just a good event. So I'm um, looking forward to the weekend and, uh, and a good match. One last one, Brett. Who's the best crow you played with? Um, Bloody had it really found it hard to um, separate McLeod and Rashido. Obviously, they you know won everything. But uh, what about yourself? Uh, out of all the good players you played with. Um, I always leaned to, towards the, the most skillful was Darren Jarman. He, he was just, yeah, you know, yeah. and um, he was just unbelievable. Uh, and then I think, uh, you know, Anne McLeod for, for mine was just, yeah, his, his impact and uh, ability to, and, and again, just his talent as well. I mean, Rue, Rue was phenomenal, eight time All Australian and, uh, and and great leader as well. But yeah, I'd probably just have McLeod just, just ahead. But uh, you, you know, used to love the fuds and uh, what he was able to do as well. Oh, he could play D Jarman, yeah. Brett, great to catch up. Uh, yeah, get fantastic. back to those five kids yeah, and fantastic. keep on running, and good to see you going well. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for the call, and uh, yeah, good to see you, see you and hear you well. Brett Burton, what a player. Yeah, terrific Malcolm, player. you always said you liked him first up. Oh, yeah. Netball update, thanks to Flight Centre, your real deal centre. Um, good Flight Centre's partnering Netball Australia, supporting the Origin Australian Diamonds. Now, they kick off their 2023 Netball World Cup this Friday, 28th of July. Remember they lost that by one goal yeah, to New Zealand? Right. Yeah, well, yeah, they did. They want to rewrite history and show the world the dedication and power of the Diamonds group. Common games, what's going to happen there? Hopefully they... They can get somewhere and play there. So the Diamonds need you at the side, rallying them to finish where they started. Don't miss a minute. Tune into the 2023 World Cup via KO Freebies Flight Centre. Your deals for everyone's centre.
Uh, the Birdman, we've got about a minute and a half before we, we leave, bloody. Jeez, he provides, a bit like he provides some entertainment. You knew when he was around, oh, yeah. he's looking for someone's head to jump on. And, I mean, the other thing is, I mean, you know, forward pocket, half forward, but when he played wing, remember he used to run up and down. He would have covered 14, 15 Ks in the days when no one covered 14 or 15 Ks. You're talking about um, Ben Hart and, and Burton. Yeah. They were the two oh. outstanding runners? Out, outstanding. Outstanding. Don't forget, you know, I'd been at a few other clubs and they had that same 1K time trial, 5 by one k time trials, as my medium for 16 yeah, years of coaching. Virtually for 16 years of coaching. And those two were the outstandings. But if they had to run a 5 or 10K, the Birdman wins? Um, I, no, I never... You know what? I never did that because I always thought football was repeat. Five ones repeat. enough. Five ones enough. Yeah, look, wonderful player. Look, just great to reminisce to Brett Burton, the Birdman, we called him. And D. Jarman was the best player he picked with Andrew McLeod. Bloody, that's it for us. Uh, tomorrow night, we're... I don't know what we're doing tomorrow night. We've got the teams on Thursday. Wednesday. Yeah. It's tomorrow, Wednesday, though. I know, but I'm not sure who's on. <laughs> I think Port Adelaide will be talking. Mate, have a great night. See you tomorrow night. Bye for now. Bye, David.